If we have a function of more than two variables, it's a pretty easy extension to three, four, five, or whatever number of variables. So here I have w is a function of three variables, x, y, and z. And the function is just x squared y cubed z to the fourth. If I want to find partial derivatives, the idea is the same. If I'm finding the partial with respect to x, which again, I have my two notations for, right? Then x is the variable that changes. It's the limit of f of x plus h, right? So x is changing. y and z are being held constant, right? Minus f of x, y, z over h, and it's the limit as h goes to 0, right? When we find the partial with respect to y, right? y is the variable that's changing while x and z are held constant. And similarly, when we find the partial with respect to z, right, x and y are held constant. So if we look at this, right, and we're looking for the partial with respect to x, x is a variable that's changing. y and z are essentially constant. So y cubed z to the fourth, right, this whole package is a constant when we're differentiating with respect to x. So it's pretty easy. It's 2x, the derivative of x squared, times y cubed z to the fourth. All right? Again, think of it as, okay, here, if you had y equals 10x squared, right, then clearly the derivative is just what? 20x, right? If the, deriv- if the function were ax squared, then the derivative would be 2ax, right? If the d- function were x squared a, well, the derivative is still the same thing, but maybe we would want to write it 2xa, right? And if that constant were something exotic, not just the simple a, but if it were um, a squared c cubed, right, then the derivative, right, would just be what? 2x a squared c cubed, right? Now, if you look at this and you look at this, right, it's not that much different. Okay, when you're differentiating with respect to x, y, and z, and therefore y cubed z fourth is being held constant. All right, suppose we wanted to differentiate with respect to y. Okay, it's the same idea, except that this time what? x and z are the variables that are being held constant. So the partial with respect to y would just be what? Well, I could do 3y squared times x squared z to the fourth. Okay? Of course, I can write this in whatever order I want. What you need to do is write it in the order that you understand how to get it, and then 
right? If you want to write it in alphabetical order, that's relatively easy to do, right? And probably the partial with respect to z for this example is the easiest because x and y are being thought of as a constant, right? So you can just sort of package that together and call it a, right? So if this were a z to the fourth, the derivative would just be what? 4az to the third, right? But a is that package x squared y cubed, so we would just get 4x squared y cubed z to the third. All right. Let's look at this one, All right? This one's a, a bigger function and a different question. This time the question is to find all points at which the partial with respect to x is equal to 0 and the partial with respect to y is equal to 0. All right, so we have a function of two variables and we want to find what? The first derivative, the first partial with respect to x, the first partial with respect to y, and find out where they are both 0 simultaneously. All right, so the partial with respect to x, well, what's that? Well, let's go through it. It's 6x squared, right? That one was easy. Oops, 6x squared. Okay, minus what? Right, minus 6y. Okay, and then with respect to x, this is constant, so the derivative is 0. Same thing here, and of course 12 is a constant, so the derivative there is 0. All right, and the partial with respect to y, okay, is what? Well, that one's easy, right? With respect to y, x is being thought of as a constant, so that's 0. Okay, we have what? Minus 6x, right? Minus 6y, okay? Plus 72, okay? And, of course, 0. All right. So now we want to solve the equations 6x squared minus 6y equals 0 and minus 6x minus 6y plus 72 equals 0. All right. How do we solve these equations? Well, the easiest way, I think, is going to be to solve this equation for y, right? So if we solve this equation for y, well, that's pretty easy. 6x squared equals 6y. So y is just x squared, right? But now we can take y equals x squared, right, and substitute. Right, 
into the other equation, and then we'll have a single equation with only x's. So we'll have what? Minus 6x minus 6, not y, but x squared, plus 72 equals 0. Right? I can divide by negative 6 and get x squared plus x minus what? Minus 12 equals 0. Okay, and then this is factorable. x what? Plus 4 and x minus 3 equals 0. All right, so x is negative 4, or x is 3, okay, so if x is negative 4, right, well, y is equal to x squared, so that's easy, y is 16, okay, and z, right, because remember, the question was to find the points, right? z is what? Well, we have to evaluate this expression, right, for, for, to get z. So, x is negative 4, and z, I'm sorry, x is negative 4, and y is 16, right? So, you get what? 2 times negative 4 cubed minus 6 times negative 4 times, what, 16, right? So that's minus 6xy minus 3 times 16 squared, right, plus 72 times 16 plus 12. Right? And if you run through that arithmetic, you get z equals 652. Did you get that? Did you do that in your head and get that? No, sure, right. Well, anyway, that's what you get. You can check on the calculator. Okay, so one point at which both partial derivatives are zero would be what? Negative 4, 16, and 652, right? And then the other possible value is if x is equal to 3, y will be what? 3 squared, right? So that's 9, okay? And z will be what? Well, again, we have to evaluate that big ugly expression, it's going to be 2 times 3, right, x cubed minus 6 times 6xy is 6 times 3 times 9, okay, minus 3y square is 3 times 9 square plus 72y is 72 times 9, plus 12, okay? And if you quick get your calculator 
and figure that out, okay, you'll get 309, okay, so the other point at which both partial derivatives are 0 is 3, 9, 